0: For go-getters and just going to betters, it's the Pre W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, well, we hear a lot these days about, uh, you know, taking more control over our lifestyle, the kinds of choices we make, our own health, managing our own health, being on top of it. Lots of feedback devices these days we can use to give us data input to better understand where our health is at any given time, the status of our health at any given time. All these things kind of emerging now, and it's created an awareness more than ever that there are things we can be doing to better manage our own personal health care, things we should be doing. And uh, we also hear, that's part of the context of something we're hearing a lot about these days as well, and that is preventative medicine, preventative, being out in front of it, Instead of focusing on treating and treatment, focus on prevention. And if we do, not only do we stand a chance of offsetting a lot of chronic disease, living longer, having a better quality of life, it costs less. It costs substantially less. And we've got Dr. Stephen McClellan here with us today to help us understand how focusing on preventative medicine is so much less costly than focusing on treatment. Right, Stephen? Please tell us, Dr. McClellan.
1: Well, that's exactly right. If you know, I want to give you a couple statistics on that. And if you look at the number one cause of death, heart disease in this country, number two, cancer. Okay. A third of us are going to die of heart disease. A third of us are going to die of cancer. And a third of us are going to die of everything else. And when you get down to brass tacks, you're, you're looking at these are what we call chronic diseases. And 50% of our healthcare dollars are spent on chronic disease. So if you look at that in the context of what we're spending as a country, that could really be lowered. And so the take-home message for individuals is that, hey, one of the diseases that I most likely have could be related to lifestyle. What can I do to prevent or reverse this disease without even seeing the doctor? And that's always my passion is, is getting to the root cause of these things.
0: Getting to the root cause, and you're so good at giving advice and guidance on you know lifestyle changes and other things that I mean, here you put it in perfect perspective, two-thirds of these causes of death, as you're saying. I mean, some of it is genetic. Some of it, maybe, perhaps, can't be prevented. But a lot of it can be and should be.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, most studies would say that we really focus a lot on the technology these days. But probably 5 to 10% of what we're seeing in the office on a daily basis is really due to genetics. But as much as 70% is due to people's lifestyle choices.
0: There we go. And so... If you were to be put in charge of helping Americans live a better, more healthy lifestyle that would offset a lot of this cause of death, unnecessary cause of death, you know, so much of it as opposed to it being kind of a binary equation where cut out all meat, you know, only eat vegetables, things that, frankly, most people just aren't going to do. I mean, it's a quality of life issue. It's a trade-off. Do I want to live 10 more years? Do I want to live and have my chocolate cake and occasional steak, you know, and maybe give up a few years? As you well know, whatever we're doing currently isn't effective enough to get people to make the change. And I think part of the problem, at least from the outside looking in, is this kind of notion of all in or nothing. And it's really not that way. We can make, take incremental steps, right? And so if I were to ask you to give us guidance on some of the incremental steps we can practically put in place that are going to, frankly, not only maybe lead to longevity and offset disease, but also a better quality of life, what advice would you give us?
1: Well, the American College of Lifestyle Medicine is an organization that really focuses on these things, and they really have identified a few different areas that really are impactful on people's health. And we were just talking a little while about this. One is sleep. You know, getting seven to eight hours of sleep. We know that diabetes and several diseases are increased in people who aren't getting enough sleep. Getting enough physical activity, 150 minutes a week of regular physical activity, aerobics is what's recommended. That's 30 minutes, five days a week, and it needs to be moderate. You know, walking, talking on the treadmill on your phone probably is better than sitting, but it'd be better to have some moderate activity. Eating a more plant-based diet. And again, you mentioned You have to go all in. Absolutely not. Make small changes. You know, they have tried that meatless Monday, and you'll find a lot of foods that you can eat that that eliminate oil and eliminate meat and, and are just tasty. And then, you know, if you want to go out from time to time, splurge. But trying to make those changes, obviously smoking, alcohol, you know, those type of things. And then the other thing is stress. We know that stress is eating people alive right now. And uh, a lot of the insurance companies are really putting a lot of focus on this and and it's getting a lot of talk in the media, but uh, stress and mental health really impacts our physical well-being.
0: You know, and I think too, I know that I felt this when I really focus on these things and changing my lifestyle.
1: When you exercise
0: a little more, it makes it easier to maybe say no to uh, that extra piece of chocolate cake. When you say no to that extra piece of chocolate cake, it makes the notion of getting on a treadmill easier. It all kind of, uh, it fuels itself. So if you make these small steps, right, take these small steps, the meatless Monday, whatever it is, exercise starting, you know, two, three days a week as opposed to every day, you will actually react in a way that makes you want to do more of that as opposed to the alternative, which is bad for us. I found that. So I think this... Promoting incremental steps toward health management is really an important message.
1: And I think some health insurance companies have tried to get involved in this. They've provided incentive programs for people to get discounts on their health care if they perhaps uh, have a normal body mass index or their cholesterol is better, their sugars under control. And I think those are great steps too. You know, sometimes financial incentives really pay off a lot. And I think that that's something that the insurance companies have tried to do. I think that that really is something that probably needs to be pushed even more.
0: Look, you talk about incentive. If it's not to have those extra years to be with your family and loved ones and so on, then, you know, as you say, finances can really get people's attention. And the fact is, the more you focus on prevention, the less you're going to be spending at the other end on treatment.
1: Absolutely. And then you also can talk about the quality of life. So you're not just going to live longer, but hopefully you're going to live better. You're going to have more full years and be able to do things that you want to do. So I think that's an exciting thing. But again, you mentioned it's, it's hard to incentivize people to do that. And hopefully you can take those small steps, develop some self-efficacy in some of those areas, and then notice some improvement, maybe notice some weight loss, maybe notice some increased vitality, some energy, and then hopefully incorporate more. But taking that first step is the most important.
0: It really is. Taking a first step leads to two and three and so on. Hey, Dr. Steve McClellan, we appreciate it very much. Thanks for being on. Thanks for giving us some good guidance that we can actually use, put to work in our lives to improve our health, improve our quality of life and get a few more years out of this whole thing. That's a a recipe for something really good and positive. We really appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on, Jeff.
0: All right, going to run to a break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show.